time we had a roundtable podcast. More like round ottoman. Ha ha ha. Good one, guys. Uh, yeah, anyway, the people in this room and I have all spent so much time together over the past year. And with the school year coming to a close, we couldn't let this opportunity pass us by. This group here was bonded together by our love for Santa Barbara, our wild creativity, and most of all, our sickening levels of competitiveness. So first, I'd like to introduce someone who's appearing for the first time on the show. One of the most passionate individuals in the nation, Mr. Nathan Green. Welcome to the show, baby. It's uh, great to be here, Greg. I'm glad you had me, and I love being passionate. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just keep displaying that volume, and the world will be able to see your passion all around. <laughs> uh, next, we have someone... Also making his debut appearance on Potty Train Me, the finest pizza delivery guy west of the Mississippi, Mr. Tristan Moran. Welcome. Hey. Are finer ones east of the Mississippi? <laughs> well, I just, we haven't done enough extensive research there to figure it out. Uh, third is a former guest on the show and a dear, dear friend of mine. He recently drove some guy named Magic Johnson to lunch at his new job, but he can always make time for a good podcast. It's episode 13's Ian Weeks. Welcome back. Happy to be here. Very excited. Good. You sound like it, baby. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, we have, I believe, the only person to receive multiple shout-outs in our shout-out to segment. So I know that all he's thinking about right now is that it's Friday, baby. The weekend is here. Uh, It's the Owen Finney. Welcome. That's me, baby. I, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy about that because I was about to say it's the weekend. Baby. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> so I just read your mind. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Uh, cool. So now that we got that great intro out of the way, look, man, this is the roundtable podcast. And what I want to do is look, I have a series of questions for you. We're just going to go around one by one. You'll each have around 30 seconds to answer, maybe 45 if it's a more involved question. Uh, I'll give my voice timer, you know, the one that you were so fond of in this pre-episode prep. And all that's going to happen is I'm going to ask, you guys are going to speak from the heart. Does that sound good? Sounds beautiful. Let's fucking do it. Hell yeah. Okay, uh, first one, I'm just going to start you off with a softball. We're going to go We're gonna go clockwise, starting with Mr. Uh, Nathan Green. Why should beard eye be considered a real sport by the masses? Go. Well, you know, it's extremely competitive. It has a lot of hand-eye coordination, you know. Uh, it's a great great team sport, great bonding, you know. It's just, honestly, it's just, why wouldn't it be a sport? That's the better question. <laughs> wow, didn't even need the full 30. <laughs> No, no, that's a really strong opening statement. Uh, Tristan, we're going to move to you. Yeah, I'm going to come straight out and say beard eye should not be a sport. In fact, it should be a lifestyle. It should be a career. People can make money doing this shit. I would watch this. I would pay for this shit. Beard eye is not a sport. It's a lifestyle. (laughs) Okay, well, you kind of had me worried there because we established on episode three that beard eye is very much a sport, but... You just took it a step further. It goes beyond. It goes it goes beyond, beyond. Which is a totally, not only acceptable, but very well-qualified answer. So, well done. Uh, Owen, what would you like to add to this conversation? That makes it sound like people who play sports don't have a career. Like, <laughs> like professional sports players. But, uh, but anyway, I think... <laughs> <laughs> I think that if... You can play it without drinking and have fun. That's a sport. No other drinking game is is the same. Are you bringing up some past beef we all may have with this no drinking factor? Uh, No, but we can bring it up. (laughs) No, no, no. We're going to save it. We're going to save it because your time is up. And Ian, look, we're going to finish this question off with you. I mean, why should it be considered a sport by the masses? I mean, I think the only reason it's not is because of the accessibility, plain and simple. I mean, if we had a dive table in every front yard, in every park, on every beach in America, it would be a whole different question. And I really, truly believe that that's the future this country needs. Accessibility, baby. 
That is life. So do you think this is part of Joe Biden's plan? Joe Biden's not going to come close. No, no, he's not. Well, I mean, should it be part of the plan, though? <clears throat> Absolutely. At least foldable tables. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, you know, very, very good answers from you guys. I mean, we're off to just such a hot start. We have so many questions to get to. So I just want to, you know, what? we'll go in reverse order because Nathan is panicking, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Look, this is a really broad question. Answer it however you choose. But Ian, who is the greatest athlete of all time? I'm a really big Niners fan. And I became a Niners fan when they were bad. They were not a very good team. But on that team, Patrick Willis was my favorite player. I thought he was one of the greatest to ever do it. I mean, his career was shortened. The coaches he played for were not great. But, I mean, I just think he was really dominant. And, you know, I was a 10-year-old kid watching football. That was the greatest ever. And you can tell that. This guy is a real Niners fan who've had a really weird trajectory, by the way. They've been mostly bad in our growing up, but also went to two Super Bowls. So <laughs> yeah. they got a chance, though. Are you excited about Trey Lance? I uh, I am very excited. I'm just excited for something new. I mean, I'm also excited for Jimmy can come back. I just want to see good football. I don't want to see. I don't want to see what happened last year. Uh, injuries. There were just too many of them. Uh, oh, and who's the greatest athlete of all time? Wayne Gretzky. Plain and simple. I'm a hockey guy. He he owns so many records in this sport. I I mean I haven't looked into the stats, but it's got to be up there for like the most in your respective sport. So, so and, and plenty of them are unbreakable. So, all right, that's fair. So you'd say definitely above Michael Jordan or Tom Brady or other goats in. Their sports. Well, I mean, Michael Jordan, there's a discussion. With Wayne Gretzky, there's not one, you know? Okay, yeah, that's fair. That is totally fair. Good answer. Tristan. Yeah. Um, I mean, if we're talking greatest athlete of all time, I define athlete with agility, speed, strength. <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee you that a lot of these professional sports players aren't the best athletes. They might be good at their sport, but they're not the best athletes. Uh Example, Tom Brady. I'm going to go with Usain Bolt. This guy is a freaking monster in every aspect of physical. He's a, he's a beast. He's a beast on foot. So, Yeah, that's totally fair. I'll never forget watching him outrun whoever the second fastest 100-meter dash guy is in the world and being like, wow, he's about 10 meters ahead of this guy. Uh, Nathan, who is the greatest athlete of all time? I'm going to go with uh, Michael Phelps on this one. You know, I'm a big Michael Phelps fan just because, one, he represents USA in the Olympics, and got to always cheer for the home country, you know, best country in the world. Anyways, uh, but, you know, he's just, he's done it throughout his career, even with age, and I know there's a lot of guys that have done that, but just a lot of consistency, and, like, swimming is just a full-body workout, too. He's a great athlete, you know. Great guy, too, I think. Okay. Very good. So we got Patrick Willis, Wayne Gretzky, (laughs) Usain Bolt, and Michael Phelps. Uh, Gabe Lee, uh, you know, you guys all know Gabe. He has made the case that Joey Chestnut should be in the conversation (laughs) before. And uh, I have to say, you can make a good argument for it. But I'm not here to answer this question. I may have an answer for some of the other ones. Tristan, we're going to start with you this time, and then we're going to go, we're going to go clockwise. Who's the greatest coach of all time? Mm. My pops. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it was like Greg Popovich or your dad? No, my dad. Oh, okay. <laughs> coached me in every sport growing up. He's the reason I am a frisbee player today. One of the greatest sports of all time, and I am Freaking borderline athletic in a college club sports team. So shout out Pops. Okay, Pops. All right, Owen, uh, is Brad Finney the greatest coach of all time or is it someone else? He was never my coach. (laughs) No. Um, Probably my uncle who tried to teach me Albert Pujols baseball swing one day when I was at his house. 
without me asking and without him knowing how to play baseball. So that, that was pretty fun. I think I'll go with him. Oh, that's okay. That's kind of a wholesome story. I got to say, I'm, I'm going to enjoy that. it. <laughs> well, you know what they say, you know, I was his coach, not his friend. That's true. True. He was my uncle, not my friend. <laughs> he was his uncle and his coach, the greatest coach ever, but not his friend. Ian, I feel like you have a really spicy insight into this question. Well, I was going to go down the route of the Niners again, but I can't keep doing that. So uh, I'm going to go at my childhood soccer coach, second grade, uh, Naomi. He taught me. Uh, he taught me how to use my left foot. I'm right-footed, so that was pretty cool. And he just made me think I was a good player. Like I always thought I was. I was always the little kid that was getting downtrodden and kicked down. And, you know, I wasn't good at soccer, but then I realized I could be good at soccer. And of course, I never, you know, got that good at soccer. But it, you know, I got better. I, I felt good. So I'm gonna n- nail me. That's what I'm doing. Oh, that's. These are all so nice, Nathan. Are you going to go with a someone you have a personal relationship with, or is it going to be a renowned coach? I mean, I was going to go with Al Davis because he loved the Raiders. Everyone loves the Raiders. Al, Al Davis was the owner. Well, fuck you. You know what? <laughs> Anyways, but I'm actually going to go with one of my uh, pop winner and high school coaches, uh, Coach Burr, and... He was a military guy, so he's kind of intense and a little bit interesting methods to coaching sometimes. But, you know, he uh, in high school, he used to always say that I just walked around like I had big balls that would just swing around because I was a little undersized in football in high school. But uh, it just kind of stuck with me, and it, you know, it really impacted me and made me want to play like a big player, you know, like I just walk around with big balls. So your coach was Aaron Burr. (laughs) Did you tell him to wait for it? What? Did he always, I mean, was he just making plans? Was that like the room where it happened, you know? Sorry, I've just been going off on my (laughs) Hamilton references, but anyway. Aaron Burr for Nathan's coach. All right. And he's, you know, big balls Burr. Nathan's had big balls ever since. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I've never known Nathan without massive cojones. (laughs) So, wow, okay, well, my next question, I'll actually answer this one first because, you know, I want you guys to have a little extra time to think about it. It's, what's the best prediction you've ever had in sports? And I'm going to tell this personal story. My best prediction came two weeks before the Packers versus Eagles game this last regular season. So Carson Wentz was playing so horribly all season. And it was getting to that point when the Eagles should give Jalen Hurts a try. So I said two Sundays before the Packers were going to play the Eagles that Jalen Hurts would make his first appearance in that game against the Packers in the third quarter after they were trailing 21-3. to And then Hurts would give the Eagles a spark and make the game close enough to be a little bit stressful, even though in the end the Packers would hold on and win. And Ian knows that I've watched a lot of Packers games. Tristan has obviously watched a lot of Packers games. So, you know, I figured this was a pretty safe prediction to make. So the Packers were winning 14-3 in the third quarter. They scored a touchdown. And had Mason Crosby not missed the extra point, which instead made the score 20-3, I would have been exactly correct on that. Hertz came in the following series, played fairly well, got a little dicey in the fourth quarter, and then the Packers put them away. So... I mean, I feel like only Tony Romo could have outdone me on that prediction. He would have been like, oh, well, you know, Greg, I think it's actually going to be 20-3, to three and there's going to be a missed extra point in there. Mason Crosby, he's going to miss one of them, Jim. Anyway, that was that was my TED Talk on great predictions. But, Ian, I just – you know, you've been up since 545 doing the Lord's work, taking the Magic Johnsons of the world to their next destination – so I know the brain is in peak form. <laughs> Any predictions come to mind? Uh, oh, God. It, it's going to be easier for me to make a prediction because I'm, I'm going to be honest, I, I'm not very good at predicting anything. So I don't think I've, I've like a lot of things come as a surprise to me in the sports world. If I were to make, I guess a prediction that I did make 
but it, it was more of a joke prediction, was uh, Jalen Hurd, who is uh, he's on the roster for the Niners. He hasn't played a game, in, but he got drafted in 2018. And, uh, and in his rookie year, he got hurt before the season started. He got put out on IL. And then the next year, it was like, ah, he's probably just going to get hurt again. And then, he, and then he got hurt again uh, <laughs> before the preseason started. Um, but I'm really hopeful for this year. He's coming back. Jalen Hurd experience, explosive potential wide receiver three for the Niners, who I predict will get hurt uh, before preseason. <laughs> Jalen Hurt? Hurd. Oh, I know. I'm just uh, making a dad joke. Oh, uh, yeah. No, you got me there. So yeah. are you a Niners fan? <laughs> Yeah, by the way, who were you going to say in terms of greatest coach when you were about to go the Niners route? Better said Bill Walsh and not fucking... Mike Singletary, absolutely. Oh, yeah, Mike Singletary is an acceptable <laughs> answer, of course. Jim Tomsula? <laughs> Chip Kelly? <laughs> oh, Chip Kelly, no. Um, Owen, any great predictions? Well, so being a Chargers fan, <laughs> I can make this prediction a lot. <laughs> and I'm going to narrow it down to the Saints game of last oh. season. Fourth quarter, scores 27-27. Herbert, like a 30-yard pass to Mike Williams, I believe. By the way, in like his second game. Exactly. Anyway, Badgley lines up the kick. I say, he's going to miss this. <laughs> and he did. And he lost in overtime. So I've made the same prediction probably like, Ten times successfully. Well, that's very impressive, and I really like that you're quietly establishing that you're not a fair weather fan by flexing that you're a Chargers fan. So exactly, very, very good. Uh, Tristan, have you predicted all of our NFC Championship downfalls, or were you thinking something else? Well, I mean, those are given. Um, <laughs> every time we're in a position of stress, the Packers, uh, it seems to go wrong. Um, but only with Aaron Rodgers, of course. So I don't really make too many predictions, so I'm just going to start, and I think one of these will stick. So I think we got um, Tampa Bay Lightning winning the Stanley Cup this year, 4-2 against the Avs. I think we got Giants <laughs> coming and getting knocked out um, to the Dodgers in the uh, division playoffs. And I think we got Aaron Rodgers staying on the Packers and going like 10-7. They're going to struggle this year. One of those will stick, I promise. Okay, well, I'll make sure to get this episode out in time for all of these to come true. I mean, because it is June 4th. That is our recording date. I don't know know when this is getting out. We got a lot of stuff to deal with in terms of moving out, graduation, all that jazz. (laughs) Nathan, so apparently not only do you have to have made a good prediction, you could just make a prediction that will stick. Uh, yeah, my hot takes are usually terrible. That's why I don't have any good predictions I've made. But uh, uh, you and Max Kellerman have something in common. Yeah, I'm gonna make a bold one here. I'm gonna say uh, Julio Jones to the Raiders, and then the Raiders make it all the way to the AFC Championship, where they uh, blow it at the end of the game because something stupid will happen. Carl choke or something. It'll be cold weather or something like that. You know, that's I don't know. Okay, but who's who's the choke going to be on? Is it going to be a John Gruden fuck-up? Is it going to be a defense fuck-up? Is it going to be a Derek Carr doesn't know what to do, so he throws it as high in the air as he can? Yeah, not Derek Carr. It's Never Derek, Derek Carr. Yeah, maybe not Derek Carr. It's definitely going to be one of those uh, – like Der- I think Derek Carr will end up like throwing a pick at the end of the game, but it's definitely going to like go through the hands of one of our wide receivers just because it's a classic Raiders move. So – I gotta pick a receiver. Who's gonna suck? Henry Ruggs for sure. Yeah, probably Henry Ruggs. I was gonna go Hunter Renfro, but he's too he's too good. Dude. No, Hunter Renfro is an overachiever. <laughs> yeah, he's not gonna drop the ball. Henry yeah, Ruggs will like choke yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah. You know. Okay, we are gonna pick up the mood a little <laughs> bit here. Move away from the sports. Look, you're at a party in a post-COVID world. Someone hands you the ox. You get thrown with that duty. And you don't know the crowd super well, but you want to get the party bumping. You want everyone to look around and be like, yo, who's on ox? You're like, I like that guy. 
What song are you playing first? Nathan. Ooh. Well, hmm. it's definitely got to be Olivia Rodrigo. Like, that's the obvious answer. I'm just thinking, which one's the best one to, like, start the party off with? Probably Deja Vu. Deja Vu. gets a party good. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right. I'm going to pick you back off Owen's answer. That, that would be my answer. <laughs> nice answer, Owen. Yeah. I think Deja Vu is a great answer, <laughs> Owen and Nathan. Uh, Owen, is that going to be your answer as well? No, I actually don't think it's a good answer. Stop it, It's because he has red hair. It's too slow. <laughs> I do have my answer, though, if you want me to go. Yeah, then why don't you just go? All right, so... <laughs> wait, wait, let me interrupt him a little bit for... All right, now you go. <laughs> so, uh, I'm sure everybody knows about Schwizzle. So, if Nathan wants to, like, give me one of Schwizzle's songs right now, we'll be happy to accept it. No, but he's got this really good one called Farting on My Butt Cat. I'm sorry, could you repeat? Yeah, farting on my butt crack. So <laughs> I discovered this guy about like three months ago, end of winter quarter. Really stuck with me. I think it gets the party going. He's a, he's a really good lyricist. Okay, I've never heard this song, but maybe it'll be the outro to this episode. I hope so. Damn. Uh, Tristan, I mean, you've just really come through on the ox with our late nights sometime. As a country fan, I can't go with any of those songs. But I, I do know the songs, they get non-country fans bump into some country music. Red Solo Cup, Chicken Fried, Big Green Tractor. But my answer is going to be Wine, Beer, and Whiskey by Little Big Town. They definitely get every single alcohol you could ever think of in, involved in this song, and I think it's a great party starter. Okay, cool. Like the little country version of one bourbon, one scotch, and one beer? Exactly. Right on. You know, I don't know that song super well, not being a country guy, but I very much respect your answer, sticking to your roots. Ish laughs, baby. Let's go. Ian Weeks. I'm going to also do a country song. Uh, this one's pretty mainstream as well. Like, uh, it's a country song non-country listeners would like. Southern Nights by Glenn Campbell. Just a feel-good song. It's not too long. It's got a great chorus, and uh, yeah, it's just a, it's just a real real happy song. Nice. Okay, so we got we got some Glenn Campbell. We've got farting on my butt crack. <laughs> We've got beer, wine, and whiskey. Wine, beer. Wine, beer, and whiskey, and then we've got deja vu. So, you know, I mean, look. If you ever hang out with any of these people, listeners, we're sorry. <laughs> they apologize in advance. Uh, I was going to say California Love because even though I know that's mainstream rap, but it doesn't mean it's not great. And I feel like you can't not appreciate that as a member of the state. Like, if you don't, then something's low key wrong with you. Um, not Deja Vu stuck in my head, you old fuck. Okay, well, look, back to sports. Um, Tristan, who's your least favorite sports figure? Just say it, because I, I know. Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady, right? So imagine coming face-to-face with whatever sports figure you hate the most. I'm glad we share our sentiment there. I'll let you start on this one. You get to say one thing to them before they walk away. What are you saying to Mr. Brady? You look like a guy who would kiss his son on the lips. Asshole. <laughs> Not bad as far as one-liners go. Uh, Owen, who do you hate the most, and what would you say? Um, I'm a Ducks fan, so I hate the Predators. So I'm going to say Ryan Johansson, because I don't like the way he looks. <laughs> and also, he was a little bitch in our series. Um, it's probably like five years ago. Now. What would you say? You look like a little bitch. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like a little bitch, comma, bitch? Yeah. Good, good, nice. Way to throw in two bitches. Yeah, I think it's... Yeah. Necessary. Yeah. No, just an extra little punch to bring him down. I think that's very... Yeah, second one is going to be under my breath, though. Oh, like He maybe nice. does like a half double shake, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and you want him confused as right. you walk away, like thinking, like, did you just call me a bitch twice? Okay, that's good. So you've thought it out. That's clever. Uh, Ian, you know, you are one of the most low-maintenance people I've ever been around. You're definitely not a hateful person. 
And I won't tell Eliza what your answer is because I'll just leave her with the conception that you don't hate. <laughs> but for the sake of this question, where are you taking us? Yeah, I was having trouble. Like, I just, if, if I either like a player or I'm like pretty apathetic about a player, I was trying to think of a player on the Chiefs that I don't like because that game sort of um, was traumatizing for me in the Super Bowl last year. Um, but I like most of the players in the Chiefs. But, you know, I guess the, the obvious answer is Tyree Kill because he's a, you know, he should be in prison right now. So I, what I would say to him, why did you be your Why did you be your girlfriend, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, right? Yeah, I'm just kidding. Oh damn! So it's not even like an insult. It's just bringing up the past guilt, just to fuck with him in the hopes that he plays terribly this year. Yeah, it wouldn't work. Probably. The problem is, Tyreek Hill would likely be in some trouble if he couldn't get from like end zone to end zone in like six seconds. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You Like, Tyreek Hill, the player, you can like, but Tyreek Hill, the person. That's where we raise some question marks. Uh, Nathan, now I know there's definitely a lot of people you've shuffled through in your head. Who is the one? I got to go with Jamarcus Russell. Mainly, <laughs> all right, wait, wait. Mainly based off the fact that when I watched him, like, I was pretty young, so I don't remember a lot of what happened. But, like, from that time period, he is the one guy that I just distinctly remember. Like, like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, every single game. And it's just, I don't know. It's like, how, how are you the number one draft, like, pick and then just, like, don't even try or whatever? Like, I don't know. Well, he just, he liked that purple drink, you know? That was his thing. But, uh, come on. He's, like, living everybody's dream of going number one overall, like, playing for, like, a storied franchise. Just uh, And he, like, can't even take the time to watch film and, like, try to be a good player. Like, well, He was, like, the second coming of Peyton Manning, you know? Number one overall pick. Really similar <laughs> career trajectories. Yeah. yeah His I, jersey number was the number of Super Bowls that Peyton Manning won. There's another <laughs> connection. Oh, man. It's just... It's just rough. it's been rough watching the Raiders. That's, That's fair. We we can hate oh. Jamarcus Russell on this podcast here. Uh, well, to get your mind off of that, am I allowed to fart? Of course. Oh yeah, of course. Farts are always welcome. Everyone, just you know, just want to clear that real quick. Uh, yeah. So, okay. Yeah, you know what? Why not? Let's let's start with Owen. Let's start with Owen, and we're gonna go clockwise. So we'll finish on Tristan this time. Uh, yeah, I mean, who doesn't want to finish on Tristan? Uh, who is your sports figure soulmate? You know, that that could mean love. It could mean you think you'd be best friends with them. It could mean you think you'd pair well together with them in competition. But I'm just going to leave this one up to everybody's own interpretation. Who is your sports figure soulmate? Sports figure soulmate. <laughs> okay. I can't think of that. I'll go first. Derek fucking Carr. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a girl. Fresno, born and raised. That man, I watched every single one of his games through college. He, I met his family. He's a great guy. Big Christian person. I, I looked up to him back when I was a Christian man and did all that jazz. <laughs> um, Derek Carr. And you met us. Yeah. <laughs> Derek Carr is freaking amazing. I love that guy. Soulmate. Okay, I love that. Uh, actually, I'll give Owen a little more time to think because I'm going to jump in on this one. I'm going to say Rose Lavelle for sure because I feel like there's about a 71% chance, and that's me being cautious, that I will see her all dressed in white one day. It's going to happen. And then I can tell our children that Way oh, got all the bad athletic genes from me. And uh, I'm going to say Dan Bellinger as a close second because <laughs> you guys referred to him as old Greg. And then I saw him just ball out. And I don't know what age he is, but I was like, dude, if I can be the second coming of that guy, then I'm set. I'm set for life. Yeah, so Rose Lavelle, but Dan Bellinger right behind her. Dan's a great guy. 
Dirty Dan, baby. Uh, you want me to? You want to pass? No, sure. uh, no, no, I got this. Do you think my uh, <laughs> stuttering from last time is gonna stay in the in the podcast? We'll fix it in post. <laughs> well, I, I mean, if you want me to keep it, I'll keep it. But I can definitely edit that out. Just like auto tune it or something, so it sounds good. No, I'll just clip it out. <laughs> okay, I like auto tune. Okay, fine. I'll auto tune. You know who doesn't need auto tune? Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> Right, yeah. yeah. Does she play any sports by any chance? I don't know. No. Hey, you don't know that. <laughs> she might play sports as a hobby, but she's not a sports what player. That wasn't the what question, though. Temporarily, is anyone that sports? plays sports? Maybe she plays tennis three times a week, for all we know. Unlikely, Wait, but she has possible. a sports bra. I Google Olivia Rodrigo sports, <laughs> and she has a sports bra. So you are definitely the only knows. person in this room that would have pulled that up in five seconds, and yeah. for that, we thank you. Yeah, it's not looking like she plays any sports. Oh. Sorry, or who was Greg? Sorry, Greg. No sports. Uh, no sports. Okay, well, back to the whole auto tune thingy. Oh, and I'd love to auto tune you, but do you have a soulmate? Um. Yeah, I was thinking about it. I was, I was trying to come up with a girl because that seems like like what the question is is aimed at. So uh, there's this uh, this this girl on TikTok who's a gymnast, and I feel like it would be better if I like <laughs> pretended like I don't remember her name because that would make me sound cooler. Like if you don't remember Libby's name. she goes to LSU. Yeah, she is a freshman. Yeah, is she a freshman? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely didn't know that. Yeah. But, <laughs> no, that's my answer. Okay, to, that's good. Yeah, you guys can nice. do gymnastics together. Oh, that's yeah. great. I'm a big gymnastics. Big parallel bars guy. So, who is this person we're talking <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, who, wait, so who's this Livy person yeah, that we're talking what? about? She's, Never a, she's a pretty bad. Never heard of her. Yeah, she goes to uh, <laughs> UL Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> Louisiana Lafayette. <laughs> All right, enough with the banter. Ian, my soulmate. Yeah, I just feel like uh, I just feel like I gotta say George Kittle. Like I feel like he matches anyone's energy because he just has an abundance of it, and I just feel like he's such a cool guy. You know, he's a, he's a guy that texts you back. He's a guy <laughs> that sends you a letter. He's a guy that gets your face on a t- on a t shirt. He's just a cool guy. Yeah, no, George Kittle seems great and totally authentic. But do you guys think you'd, like, make a good relationship? I mean, you're just so mellow and chill, and that guy... He's married as well. And I I also have a girlfriend. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know polygamy was so out. Well, you know, it's polyamory, actually. Um, And second of all, yeah, yeah, I I sort of think think that'd be cool, like a polyamorous relationship. I don't know how George Kittle's wife is. I'm assuming she's cool. She's probably cool. I mean, her younger brother was a grad transfer who played at Cal Poly this year. So, like, if he stinks by choosing Cal Poly, then Mm -hmm. she's probably really cool. Uh, George Kittle's wife, Claire, pretty cool, it says on Google. All right. Yeah, maybe like a love rectangle between me and Eliza and George Kittle and Claire. Yeah, I can Google Eliza right now. Are there any well, uh, like pictures of her? <laughs> no. No, no. Well, George Kittle is just big, so you like you gotta give him space. Should I Google Eliza to see if she's cool, or you got that one? Uh, no, I got that you one. Got I got that, that one. one yeah. Okay, good, good. Glad we got that one sorted out. Uh, Nathan, is it Jamarcus Russell? <laughs> you know, almost, but you know, there's one person that beats him out just very slightly, and uh, I'm actually talking to him right now, and it's just. It's been great getting to know you, Greg, and playing with you. And I've I've never had a guy like Greg elevate my game <laughs> as much as he does when I play with him. And I think it's because there's only so many people that get as competitive as me in games. And Greg, he's just a soulmate type of guy right there. Love playing die with him. Love playing spike ball with him. Just great guy all around. Well, thank you, and I just want to say I'm really glad that this is an audio-only podcast so that the world doesn't have to see my tears right now. (laughs) That was fucking beautiful. Best answer of the day by far. Not even a contest. Thank you.
All right. Here's a more interesting one for all you guys. So I always wondered about this. I'm not a huge baseball guy, but in baseball, when the pitcher's struggling and the pitching coach comes out to talk to him on the mound, what do you think really goes on in those conversations? I mean, does anyone want to start here? I feel like so much can be said. I mean, I think it's extremely, like, relaxed. Like, bro, like, you're fucking trash right now. Like, pick it up. That's why they, <clears throat> they cover their faces with their gloves so that the cameras can't see that they're just like, bro, if you fucking get a strike right now, me and you, later tonight, we'll uh, meet out in my car and, and get, some, get some stuff done. What? Um, it's very, very much so. Pitching stuff. Yeah. Pitching staff, pitcher, they have a really good relationship. They go on, like, private buses together. They can do stuff in the back of the bus. Nobody's watching. So, yeah, it's very explicit. Very explicit conversations. Yeah. Nice. Nathan? Honestly, uh, I don't know. Maybe they just talk about, like, what they're going to have for dinner or something. I feel like they just do their best to try and relax the pitcher because – I mean, when you're struggling, it's usually because you're kind of anxious and stressed out. And, I mean, all those pitchers in the MLB, they know they know what they're doing. Like, they know what they're doing wrong. Like, they just – I think sometimes they just need a little break and for someone to just come calm them down. So maybe some deep breathing exercises. Yeah. Maybe talk about, like, chicken tenders and ranch. I don't know. I don't know anything more calming than that. So, yeah, it's totally a possibility. Ketchup is definitely more common than Weird non-sauce guy over there. Well, ketchup is one of the six foods that he does eat. So. You're in California. That's why ranch is big. Ranch oh. is like the only food I eat. So. <laughs> Ian, what do you think is going on on the mound out there? I like to think that the well, obviously it depends on the relationship between catcher and pitcher, but I like to think that the catcher goes up and makes a few jokes, maybe about how stinky the the umpire is. You know, maybe he's like, "Oh, this guy smells like peanuts," and the pitcher's like, "Oh, I didn't know that." That's hilarious. Like, roasted peanuts? And they know peanut butter. Like, but like a lot of it, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, something like that just to lighten the mood or something. Or, you know, maybe the catcher remarks on the different batters, how they smell. I think it's smell-based, the conversations mostly. I mean, I think most people would agree with you that it's definitely something peanut butter related. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I just think it's such an easy thing to talk about. Well, yeah. People smell like peanut butter. Nico hates peanut butter. He does. What's his problem? I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I don't know why anybody hates peanut butter. I don't like the smell of peanut butter that much. If I was in a baseball game, I don't think I would like it. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, peanut butter. Uh, oh, and how are you going to top that? Uh, I think I'll just give like an actual answer, I guess. <laughs> I'm not going to top that wacky answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I played catcher in high school on a baseball team, so I've been part of the mound discussions, and most of the time it's just when the pitcher's struggling, you go up there and give him a breather. I don't really remember what we talk about, just kind of like normal baseball stuff, but it's just to give him a little bit of a break. So we have someone on the inside telling us the truth? Yeah, I mean, when the pitcher's... <laughs> playing bad he knows it you don't gotta go up there and tell him <laughs> yeah so you and Nathan seem to be on the same page damn I, I was more on Tristan's page like I thought for sure it was gonna be like hey dude don't make it obvious but fifth row kind of close to the aisle that guy sitting next to her bro I hope that's her cousin oh my god oh my god seriously don't like I'm not pointing I don't wanna make it obvious but just like check don't that point, out don't point don't look at all at the same time Hey, what's sure the so. count, by the way? Is it is it O two or fresh batter? Like, what what's the deal? Or maybe like they come up and they're like, "Okay, can I just restate my case? Why Deja Vu is Olivia Rodrigo's best song?" Like, probably resuming past fights and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I wish it was stuff like that. It'll <laughs> be more interesting. A lot of the time, it's because there's like miscommunication, you know? Like he's getting the signs wrong, or I'm getting the signs wrong. So just when I was starting to get kind of interested in baseball, I learned this hard truth, and now I'm back okay. to rock bottom. Owen could just be a very boring catcher. Hey, I had boring pitchers. <laughs> it's a whole different game outside of high school. You know? 
college yeah. pro. I mean, at that point, they're teaching themselves. You know, they can talk about whatever they want. Well, maybe when I talk to guys on the UCSB baseball team, I can get their version of the truth. I don't know if it helps, but I I didn't want to be playing catcher, so I pretty much didn't enjoy a minute of it. <laughs> so maybe if I like enjoyed it, we would have some upbeat conversation. Are there people that enjoy playing catcher and like squatting? Oh yeah, but I was forced. My coach made me. Damn. Who doesn't like squatting right in front of the room, man? Come on. <laughs> wow. Ninety mile an hour fastballs. Who wouldn't love it? Yeah, it's the best. It's the best. There's a ninety at your high school. Okay, well, you guys are being quiet, little boys, but I, I want to do a couple face-offs here in our final stage. So, yeah, I mean, we're all just so competitive, right? And I just want to do a little contest. We're going to start with Owen and Ian. We're going to go, who can name more in 30 seconds? Owen, you're going to name as many hockey players as you can in 30 seconds. We're going to stop, and then Ian... We're going to go to you for basketball players. This is all all NHL and NBA. So, Ian, you get a second to relax. Owen, I'm going to... Current? Current. Oh. I'm going to start you. And you guys, you two are my verifiers here. All right. Three, two, one, go. For Terry, Sam Steele, Trevor Zegers, Campus Lincoln, Cam Fowler, Adam Henrique, um, Max Jones, John Gibson... Uh, Alex Ovechkin, Nikita Kucherov, Steven Stamkos, Brad Marchand, David Pasternak, uh, Carey Price, Corey Perry, Ryan Getzlaff, um, Ryan Reeves, Nathan McKinnon, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl. Um, Time. 20. 20. I can't believe you didn't get Ryan Nugent Hopkins. That's my guy. <laughs> I was about to go there. My next one was Dreisaitl. Oh, it's gonna run through some Oilers. Damn. What about Casey DeSmith? <laughs> How'd you not get Austin Matthews? That's my guy. I didn't hit any of the Leafs. Oh, uh, the Leafs. Casey that... DeSmith, the Penguins backup goalie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I picked him up at the end of our fantasy league. That's how I know who he is. <laughs> so the Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I mean, come on, I'm a little pissed I off. Should have had it. Should have had it. All right, Ian. I don't want to give you too much time. Three, two, one, go. Steph Curry, Jordan Poole, Andre Iguodala, Terry Rozier, Lamelo Ball, Bismack Biombo, Jordan Hayward, AD, right, right, Caruso, uh, Rajon Rondo, uh, Aaron Baines, uh, Matt Flynn, Sam uh, Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, uh, Kendrick Nunn, Tyler Hero. Uh, Time. 16. 16. Well, you, there's a Matt Flynn. Yeah, you don't know. Oh, it's actually, um, it's not Matt. It's some, some weird M name. He's a, he was a rookie on the, on the Raptors. Oh, okay. I was thinking of our old backup QB, Matt Flynn. Damn. Malachi, Malachi Flynn. Malachi Flynn. Okay. He's pretty good. Pretty good. Nice. Nice. Well, I feel like if I gave you like a little more time, you would have got deep into the weeds. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I started in the weeds. Yeah, Jordan Poole was your second. Am, yeah. am I correct? Yeah. At least you started in the right place. I was gonna start with the entire Hornets roster, but I got stuck on Bismarck Biombo. Oh, hard name. by the way, I don't think I can really give you sixteen because it's Terry Rozier the third, um, as opposed uh, to Terry Rozier. Okay, okay. So we'll give you like fifteen and a half. <laughs> Round down. You're about 15 and a third. Round up. <laughs> okay. Um, great. Well, Tristan and Nathan, you guys are next. Tristan, can you name more Packers in 30 seconds than Nathan can Las Vegas Raiders? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't know. I, don't. I can't do that. We're going to start with you first. And if they were on the team last year... With me. Yeah, and if they were on the team last year, oh, that's okay because you know there was some free agent signings. Okay. Oh, now I'm, now I'm blank. But go ahead. Three, two, one, go. Aaron Rodgers, Brian Bulaga, uh, MVS, uh, uh, Tanyan. We got uh, <laughs> dude. Oh, uh, Aaron Jones, uh, uh, Dylan. 
<laughs> Literally. Blank. Um, time. Yeah. Jair Alexander, Kevin King, Zadarius Smith, Preston Smith, Kenny Clark, Mason Crosby, J.K. Scott. There's just not. What's, I, I was like trying to think of the other running back the whole fucking time. Jamal, Jamal Williams. Williams. He's gone one. now. That's the one. I know, but that's yeah. the one I was trying to fucking. Corey Lindsley was there last year. It's okay. It's okay. I I also want to remove everything about the Packers from my brain too. So what was that like six? Couldn't get back up. Yeah, I think it was like six. <laughs> but you got AJ Dillon, so that's a win. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Uh, I was trying to get Jamal the whole time. You're not getting Jordan Love, dude. That's our guy now. Yeah. yeah. Blake Bortles signed. I was trying to go for an old backup. What's that guy's name? The white guy, old white guy. Mm-hmm. Scott Tolzien. No. <laughs> Who? Fitzpatrick? No. That, I would like that guy. You mean Tim Boyle? Tim Boyle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Well, Nathan, uh, the bar is set. Quite low. Three, two, one, go. Uh, Derek Carr, Marcus Mariota, Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake, Henry Ruggs III, um, Hunter Renfro, Max Crosby, Rodney Hudson, um, Carl Joseph, Darren Waller. Um, bad time. Oh, it's okay. You it's still beat him. I'm just saying you should give me baseball. That's yeah, not. That's I not think fair. Do better. Not fair. Competition. Jamarcus Russell. Okay. Um. Well, all around, really, really, really good stuff. I can't believe we've been running for this long. And uh. Well, it's in the shout out to segment, you know, Owen's specialty. And I guess to start things off, I just want to say shout out to the expired rack of Rolling Rock we bought back in mid-July last year, because that was the start of us making something out of this challenging and no fun year. But in all honesty, even though the five of us, or sorry, four of the five of us are sticking around Santa Barbara a little bit longer. I had a blast spending time with you this year, and though I won't miss most things about this year of online college, I will always hold a place in my heart for our shenanigans. Should I just start with my shout-out? Yeah, baby. If it comes to you. All right. um, I've been thinking about this guy a lot. You know, he holds a really important place in my heart. So I have to give a shout-out to uh, my main raccoon friend, uh, Ralph. You know, we met... We met just like recently this year, but he might have been my favorite part of COVID that I got to meet the guy. Such a cool guy. He liked to eat out of my hand, come hang out when we were playing Die. I think he's a big Die fan, honestly. He'd, he'd come out every time we were out there. Music's going, Ralph's there to party, you know. Just such a cool guy. You know, he even, he let us meet his family and it just, it meant a lot for him to be there for us during such a tough time and. So I just hope he's doing okay right now. We kind of chopped down his home, so. (laughs) But, you know, he's very adaptive, and I'm sure that he can find a new home because Isla Vista is filled with forgotten food and just a lot of junk. So We always had Cheez-Its for him. Yeah. Damn. Who's next? I'm going to shout out Degeneracy. Um... Do I know? Is that Ellen? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Online education has definitely given us an insight into what it is like being a degenerate. And, uh, oh my God. Like, we're all very good spike ball players. We're all very good die players. We can all drink. We can all do all this shit. My grades are struggling. What are you talking about? I'm not 21. (laughs) (laughs) And at the same time, my grades are struggling. I hate doing schoolwork, all this other shit. We're in college, so honestly, shout shout out online education, <laughs> shout out degeneracy, because it made me a better person. Get connected for free, free at education at degenerate degeneration connect connection degenication Croatian Croatia Croatia oh, nice. 
Alright, I'll go ahead. I think I'm going to send my shout out to Robbie Silver, arguably uh, the superior Silver brother. Arguably, <laughs> it's, he definitely is. Arguably the superior Silver sibling. <laughs> because we overcame our woes together. We got second place in a die tournament. Not first, but we got to the finals, baby, and we'd never won a game together ever. So I think that's pretty big. Shout out, Robbie. Yeah, that was big. And I feel like you and Robbie just got some kind of bromance going because he shouts you out, then you shout him back out. He's probably going to be on the podcast soon. He's probably going to mention your name. You know. We'll see. We'll see. Gosh. Match made in heaven. Get a room. Yeah, actually, that's my sports uh, soulmate. Yeah, definitely your sports soulmate. Sorry, Livy. Oh. Ian Weeks. I would like to shout out, uh, I've done this before, but I'd like to shout out my roommate, Nico Becerra. He's in Hawaii right now, living it up, as per usual. But I miss him. The house is not the same without him. And uh, you know, he's a great friend, and, and I love him so much. person in my heart. Even though he hates peanut butter? Even though he hates peanut butter. Well, that's how you know he's a real good friend. Yeah. He doesn't throw away my peanut butter. <laughs> um, wow, guys. Thank you for a very successful roundtable. I hope you all learned so much. Ian loves the 49ers. Tristan's a Google wizard. Owen hates playing catcher. And Nathan and Jamarcus Russell will one day be best friends. Other than that, I don't think I have much to say, but... It's the weekend, baby. It's Friday. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Let's party, baby. Who deserves a white claw? All of us. Fuck. Peace out.